One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Alps being Alps, big time today. Alps are so alpine today. It's uh, it's been endless, hasn't it, David? Absolutely oh. endless. Saint Gervais, Les Bains. We've gone about fifteen k. Yeah, I mean it's what eight p.m. now. Oh no, is it? Already? We left kind of just after six. Yeah, oh, we've done about a couple of k's, and then we decided. Yeah, yeah, and then at six thirty. You guys, we decided you guys jump out, go in the Bromptons, ride up a few k's to Mejev, find a restaurant. An hour later, I'd moved about 300 meters, yeah. and you guys had made the the kind and generous call, which wasn't required to get, like, basically carry out yeah. and come back to the car. And you got back to the car an hour after you'd left, and yeah, I'd moved 300, maximum 400 meters in oh. that time. Well, that hour went quick, didn't it, Ned? Mm. Yeah, well, it was. We got excited because it wasn't just get to Mejev and go to a restaurant. It was get to Mejev and go to the restaurant, wasn't it? The for all time's sake, the bistro, le bistro de Mejev, in the middle of town, oh, oui, oui. which is where I had my birthday last year, and you paid the bill, and Lizzie joined us, and mm. I told the roast chicken story that I then had to repeat on the podcast the next day. So it was, mm. um, we were retracing former glories of, of nostalgia. Nostalgia. We still mm. got a bit though with the uh, catcher. When yeah. you also had last year, so that was good. That was yeah. so funny though, Pete, because I went to a little deli. Oh yeah, I got random deli to bring so get supplies for David to bring mm. them back to the car, and I bought basically a side of pork. I've got sort of twelve barbecue ribs Ooh. for mm. David because I kind of I kind of see that might hit the spot. Yeah, that's good. So what are they like pre-cooked? They're pre. They're wrote. Yeah, it's totally cooked. But he said you need to put them in the oven and and heat them up to 110 degrees. And I went, that's not happening. So, but I think they'll be. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be room fine. temperature. Yeah. yeah, they're on the passenger seat. But then I. Next so I'd left you. I'd, you'd set, gone off to try and find your favourite focaccia shop in the Alps. Yeah, which I found it straight instantly. Away. You knew. Yeah, you know, like exactly. a, like I was a down here on the right. Like <laughs> you had this inbuilt sense of like yeah. a migrating bird. Mm. You knew exactly where to go. Love back a bit to. of Mejev. And um, but then I I didn't. I wasn't totally sure where the focaccia shop was, but I saw where it must be because I saw your Brompton outside mm-hmm. it. But, so I rock up with yeah. it, and then but no Pete, <laughs> and then like the guy in the little because only a little place isn't yeah. it? And he he he'd finished heating up the focaccias, and he was he went oh, il est où? <laughs> <laughs> and I went oh. And he said, oh, il est disparu. And he said, he's le grand mystère du Tour de France. And we we me and him started walking up all these little bijou clothes shops in that his little parade. Because um, I said he, he he likes clothes, so no he's going to be in, he's going to be in. You were looking shop. for him with this guy. Yeah, went looking <laughs> Me, for you. Sorry, we went looking what? for you. But actually, you were over the road. Yeah, opposite. Yeah. Buying hats. Mm. Love hats. Yeah, I'm wearing my hat now. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the gift of the hat. No yeah, problem. really nice. And you gave me a, you bought me a big straw hat. Yeah, I did yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thought it was very Ned and very David. Yeah, absolutely. But Pete. What's mm, Ned? But. Um, so then we have, so we've got like three carry bags on our little Brompton handlebars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we set off. We've got another 3K to go back to where David's in this immobile traffic jam situation. You've dropped me a bit. Yeah. You've got on the wheel of um, oh, some mountain bike dude. Yeah. Who's uh, Who thinks he can, well, he's basically like Ellen was saying. Like chick does, but 
without chick, yeah. chicks without being chicks without us being chicks. Any, any, yeah. anyone being chicks so you were you weren't having that and you went no, after no. him um dropped me and then so you're off the front by that sort of 50 meters 100 meters and both of us at the same time spot like basically coming in the opposite direction beating the traffic without their helmets pog and his missus yeah it was so weird it was brilliant and i just like automatically put my hand up and waved and shouted pog like really loud expecting him to as if he knew knows who i am mm. maybe he does it was really weird but yeah. you know did when you react? commentate on someone and talk about them for so long i don't no. think so don't think you did no but you feel like you know him or you feel like there's a relationship there which is yeah i just automatically did it <laughs> so pog hey hey pog how's it going and, no, then, and it's just like but, but at, which, at which point <laughs> he he's coming past me yeah. And he was smiling. He was grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, he was. He looked so happy. He looked so happy. So happy. So happy. And I rang my little bell, Brompton Bell at him. <clears> and <throat> obviously they're staying in Mejev tonight. Weirdly, in a hotel with loads and loads and loads of equestrian horse boxes outside it because oh. there's a big equestrian event going on in Mejev. What other pro cyclists did we meet today who was very happy? Ned? Tom Dumoulin. Yeah. Yeah. That's He's been amazing. We were just walking to catering and he was just like, David! And yeah, I know, like, like you were really old mates. Like we were really old mates, and I don't really know Tom that well. Of course. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, and we had a good chat, and I, it's, I think, again, he might have had that one where, because I think I've only really spoken to Tom in races, only in races. I can't remember ever speaking to him outside of races. Mm, mm. I haven't seen him in obviously years. Yeah. And yet it felt like i uh, just been hanging out with him last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was. I was quite surprised at how... I mean, we had to leave, didn't we? Yeah, we had to get away. I, I, I had to get away. Yeah, I had to say sorry, guys, because Nico Roach came up and... Oh, that was, yeah. That yeah. was brilliant. That um, was brilliant. Yeah. Well, uh, why was it brilliant? Well, because oh, it was quite Tom... Can we, can we can we say what happened? Yes, I think we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I think we can. So, because there's only a minor detail in the grand scheme of things. But Nico, Nico came up and he's coming back from catering. That was the reason me and David were quite urgently on our way to catering and we both get very hungry and catering is brilliant so it's mm. quite a priority even as even though we were enjoying our conversation with Tom Dumoulin yep. and then Nico Roach comes back from catering with a little bit of ice cream in a, one of those takeaway bowls mm. and he goes alright guys and he starts talking um, you know when Nico's got a slightly accented yeah. kind of like Irish French mm-hmm. and it's not and English is not his first language mm. which is amazing um, but he went full universal language Oh yeah! As soon as he started talking to Tom, Dumoulin. oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, no way. Because Tom's working for Dutch Television, and um, he hadn't bumped into Nico yet. So he go, oh, you, well, so Tom said, "So who are you working for?" And Nico went, "Oh, you know, uh, well, the Americans, the Canadians, South Africans, and all this sort of thing." And uh, and like listed. I'm just kind of looking at Ned like, "What? Hmm. Really? Yeah." And so Nico is working with Anthony McCrossin doing the World Feed, which um. <laughs> I do plenty of world feed jobs and I have a strong sense that nobody in the world is listening to them <laughs> but Nico's convinced himself that he's, he's the voice of America he's employed by the Americans <laughs> yeah so, got to, I guess yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's great oh, the universal language is just bonkers isn't it yeah like oh it's <laughs> with, within DS's as well yeah. sorry they, they, they put a like a on the um and the whole and the, the, the finishing circuits and the holes <laughs> it's not safe eh <laughs> The holes? Have you seen it? <laughs> like this person's from like Birmingham. Like, <laughs> they cannot race around here. The holes? <laughs> it's not safe. 
Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were some belters, though, universal language from Yomba Visma belters. in particular today, you know, oh, on, that they put on, race ra on team radio, you know, okay. on the telly, encouraging Jonas. Aye, today's the day you win the Tour de France, eh? <laughs> you show them you're the best in the world, eh? <laughs> it was very, very good today. High quality, high quality. <laughs> but Tom, du going back to Tom Dumoulin, David, yeah. he was, I don't, I interviewed him sort of quite a bit, I suppose, back in the day. And certainly ended up, he's one of those riders, weirdly, I've schlugged quite often because I've ended up staying in the hotel, same hotel as Sunweb back in the day. And, and you're Off duty schlugging. Off duty. Breakfast nice. buffet schlugging. You're always on duty. Never when it comes off. To you are. There's always off. a bloody an alternative motive, isn't it? <laughs> he's never but, just like hanging around. No. <laughs> but, but I was always struck. I was. I, I can tell. Like you. Twelve o'clock. Won't be seeing anyone now. Yeah. I'm off to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up for breakfast at seven a.m. Uh, just like quickly that. before we leave the universal language yeah. behind. Yeah. I've I've thought about starting to do it to people and like just see if they like see what they think. So, you know, so they I, I'm, I'm putting it on to say if I like bump into Nico Roach go. Ah, crazy stage today, eh? eh? <laughs> Just to see. You know? Oh, food, food was good, eh, Nico? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> you know, like not like full on, like no, but just hard, a little but bit. A little bit you talk of about swang, catering. You, know? you could say every day, huh? Every day, every day. The quality's high. Sometimes in yeah. the catering, yeah. the food is really good, yeah. and then sometimes it's really bad, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but every every day the same performance, huh? From uh, the catering. Sometimes nah. when you have to walk there, it takes so long. Yeah. But then when you have the Brompton, you can make it quick. Yes. This <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, but uh, oh, oh, Ellen was oh. a legend today. Legend in commentary. Yeah. She oh, yeah, literally. We move on from the universe. Ap apropos of nothing. Like, what was the context, David? I can't oh, even remember. I can't remember. But she just like she just slipped into into the live commentary. Oh, it's normal, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and just looked across like, yeah. David had to button off and he just did an air punch. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and you managed to get your Never Strays Far t-shirt on the telly today. Not unplanned. I couldn't even. That wasn't even my... No, because we no, didn't know we were going to be on the telly. wasn't going to be in... Just put it on. So I was wearing on. the tr really nice also black good Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, I was yeah. wearing Trinity and you were wearing Never Strays Far. It was all, all very, very stale. Yeah, very very good. Um, where was the point? Basically, what we need to start doing on the tour is like um, sharing our brand. So, like, I always wear chapter three. Yeah, nice. And then you always like have Ned just book it up like you in your arm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ned's always in Trinity or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like oh, I so cycle around London with a little Trinity musette. It's my favorite mm. musette. Oh, very yeah, cute all the time. Looks nice up there, doesn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. a little fella playing acoustic guitar and Aperol Spritz and all that. All yeah, that. everyone's just Sherpa. Yep. Rolling through the Alps. Yep. Pretty sure we've already driven there's through. There's Jonathan Waters. No, oh, that's JV. That's JV. That's Jonathan Waters. Yeah. JV. JV. It's Pete Kenyuk, mate. First, <laughs> first British rider. On. Did he see you? Yeah. Did he wave? Oh, did he wave? Did he wave? Yeah. Did he? We sort of stopped. He's going. He's that would have been no, he's so going, good. Oh, do you want to turn around, David? <laughs> no. The microphone? no, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, normally I might consider, but consider it was two hours oh. on the road and we've done 18 yeah, kilometres. For an awkward, it? stilted conversation yeah, with Jonathan like, Waters, it might be quite. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's not stilted, is he? <laughs> Can yeah, be. Some, no. yeah. He would be when he saw me. Oh, would he? Yeah, that would yeah. have been would a would have kill. Oh, yeah, okay. leans in the car and he's like, I haven't got any energy for awkwardness right now. Yeah, yeah. But he's probably stood there going, Who was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> some ma 
<laughs> so you got your super bright t-shirt on as yeah, well. Yeah, with the palm trees. And yeah, it's a little bit of EF in hey, a way. And also, you were leaning out the window with the microphone, with the microphone <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, God. He, he, he liked it. Yeah. Who would? Put the microphone a bit closer. Oh, that, that sorry. Sorry. It's a nagger. Such a nagger. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's just here. Um, I get complaints about no, the audio. No, it's producer Ned, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a bit. It's your job. <laughs> and it's mine. <laughs> How did you enjoy the time trial today, Ned? Didn't. Okay. <laughs> Didn't. How did you enjoy the time trial today, Pete? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I literally watched, like, Pog and Vinegard, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it today. Uh, and, and that's not because... Uh, that's not because um, it was Jonas Vingegaard that won. It was because of the, 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 the sheer kind of crushing blow that he's dealt to the rest of the, the race, which I... You know, it always happens. It doesn't always... Ha- well, it almost always happens. At some point in the race, one of the guys wins. But almost two minutes over 22k. What's it was going on there? Yeah. Properly magnificent time trial. I mean, in the sense that he clearly was just blew his own socks off with how surprised, how well he went. Mm. I mean, he just. I've. He honestly. Be close. How fast did he look at he all times? All times. Yeah. It's quite Uphill, scary, downhill. Yeah, yeah. Flat rows. It was yeah. completely yeah. relentless, straights. wasn't it? It was just a flat effort yeah. level that yeah. kind of like started as soon as he got up to speed and didn't yeah. finish until he crossed he the constantly road. looked like he was being chased by a dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was, uh, it was unbelievable it was an exceptional performance it was brilliant because I think as you were pointing out on the set um, Pogaccia did a brilliant time trial mm. yeah didn't he yeah, yeah, he what, uh, what time did he put into Wild? Like a minute. I mean, oh my word! No, it was only forty, like forty-five, 40, 45 seconds. seconds. Yeah. And Wout van Aert's time trial was ridiculous. And he crushed everyone yeah. else. He crushed everyone else. <sighs> you know, so Pogacar. That's why he's grinning from ear to ear, riding into Mezjev. Yeah. He's just going. What can, what can I, I do know, about that? Him. What can I do about that? Yeah. And <laughs> go to the, go to the Giro. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, so for, so far from my, you know, my Jonas Vingegaard's never going to win the Tour de France. Obviously, he is now. So completely wrong, completely wrong. I'll hold my hands up to that. And now we're thinking, oh, is today Pogacar going to ever win the Tour de France again? Because at the moment, Vingegaard's Ving's got him, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Who knows what next year will bring? Or I have no idea. But the rest of this week. Well, are we going to pick that up? Are we gonna, yeah. Don't know. Seems too strong. Yeah. Based off today, yeah. Based off today, he could just go and do his. But yeah. Yeah, but it's very Jumbo Visma to be strong in the third week, isn't it? I think that's how Roglic, that's how Roglic won the Giro. That's how you know. It's, yeah, and it is you know you got to be there for the two big days, and today today was the first of them, and tomorrow's the next of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason it's just from the race point of view, I kind of wanted, I th- I kind of thought in my heart of hearts, I kind of thought Vingegaard would put time into Pog today, just based on mm-hmm. how we saw. Yeah, it. I did. So that didn't surprise me. The margin completely shocked me. And it's disappointing only in the sense that um, even if tomorrow doesn't produce the fireworks that it could have done or would have done, um, I was really looking forward to I think stage 20 is a really unusual Tour de France stage 20. Mm. And it had the potential, had we taken that 10 second gap into stage 20, that had the potential to be absolutely bonkers, I think, David. Do you agree? Yeah, I do like the kind of Monde 1995 Jalabert that one that yeah. sort of stage yeah but uh, yeah, but yeah. Stage, tw- stage 20 and it's a, just a really unusual stage 20 isn't it it's not a time I mean trial. it still can be the thing is it's, on those stages if it, when it goes wrong it goes really wrong which is what's interesting now that if you looked at GC it's um, it's like 8 minutes to 3rd place that yeah. makes things super easy for 
Jumbo Visma. Yeah. So yeah. literally only got one person to watch. Yeah. So yeah. kind of whereas normally that day on Saturday could be interesting because there'll be so many people interested, not only in the stage, but kind of moving up on GC and stuff now. I mean, maybe still because it's battle for the podium, isn't it? But yeah, but the podium battle is Adam Yates and yeah. he's on Pog's team, isn't he? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as you said, Pete, at least it's happened now and not two weeks ago. Oh, but yeah. Everything might change tomorrow. Everything might change tomorrow. Everything yeah. might change. Everything's changed on the podcast today because Ellen's gone. Ellen's gone. Gutted. Absolutely yeah. gutted. Yeah. Because she was uh, she was great. I hope you're listening to this, Ellen. I hope so. Yeah. 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 So we were... Um, and also, that was the other thing that Tom Dumoulin said, David. Did he notice that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, you've got a podcast. you got a podcast. Okay, you've yeah. got a podcast going, haven't you? Well, so we know. Yeah. Well, because Ellen's been talking about it. Oh, so, so he's yeah. probably seen the Dutch, tweets. Yeah. So Dutch um, Cycling World know all about uh, Never Straight Fun. Yeah. 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 So we need to get Tom on the pod. We've decided that. Yeah, I want to get Tom on the pod. Talk yeah. about Tom. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what he's up to, etc. Yeah. Hey, how was our ride this morning? It was great. I, I mean... That. I was just a little bit annoyed that we didn't get to do more of the course. Yeah. But it was quite, it was nice going, it was the first time I've ridden with Ellen. Yeah. And she was... Um, Either of us have ridden with Ellen. Because she just does her own, her own thing, thing, doesn't she? Like yeah. in the mornings. But we had at, at our chalet all our bikes. We were like, yeah. well, let's go and check out the course. It's just down the hill. Yeah. And then Ellen's usual hyper-organized logistical all, all, master. All over, all over she it. She mapped out the whole route. And yeah. Just so schooling you on schooling me stuff that I'm amazed you don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's uh, <laughs> late learner. Um, so yeah, we went out and rode with her, and crash, she's going strong. Of course she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, had a really nice ride. Yeah, really nice ride. Yeah. And the route was really hard. Actually, it doesn't look hard on TV, does it? <laughs> it's like, it like 10 eleven percent climbs. Oh, straight off, wasn't it? That just oh. after about two k, that up that that just looked like nothing mm, on the on the nothing. stage profile, and it just blew the doors off me, way behind you. But then the cops were all over it this morning. So we, we kind of set off at half past nine, didn't we? Yeah. And at start, start around close to 10 o'clock, they got, a lot of the cops had got the message that all um, Velo traffic, so all basically members of the public on bikes uh, should be told to continue on foot. Um, and, but there was a lot of confusion about staff members at the Tour de France who are accredited. Um, they they did, couldn't quite sort of like understand mm. that uh, I, I I was going to work, you know, and this was actually quite an important part of my work so that I could see. And they were letting, what was annoying about it was, so every sort of 500 meters at one point, another lo- lot of group of cops would call me over and, you know, occasionally they'd say, continue on foot and I'd walk 300 meters and then I'd jump on my bike again <laughs> when they couldn't see me. But they were letting, what was annoying was they were letting, you know, accredited vehicles and motos through, but not me. So it's like I, I one, to one police, uh, female police no officer, sense. I said, you know, well, why, why are my colleagues in cars and my colleagues on motorbikes? Yeah, because you could actually be on your way to work. I, as I said to them, that's exactly yeah. what I said to them. I'm on, I'm on my way to work. I'm doing my work actually now. Um, and so it's slightly annoying to be told I can't. But then, David, you, you had another perspective, which I entirely understand. It's totally valid about rider recon. Yeah, I mean, I just normally I'd be bending the rules and kind of, well, not bending the rules, trying being more persuasive. But I suddenly thought, well, if they're doing closing it for full rider recon, because the riders go out where the barriers are up just to kind of check all the lines and everything. Yep. There's nothing more annoying than having other cyclists out there when you're kind of trying race speed 
on descents and corners and things i thought we should mm. probably get off yeah and um but yeah as you say that there, there were still cars and motorbikes on it but is that what you so, do yeah. on recon do you actually do you actually do certain segments you of just race check speed? it like, yeah i mean it's good to see it once it's kind of all marked out and yeah because you can, obviously you can do lots of other recons but you, you can't just go and use the whole road on yep. corners so and i mean the speed that was one of the most impressive things Vingegaard getting on that descent beginning to think he is just an absolute genius descender now ned like on full circle yeah because he is right on the edge yeah he had his at one point a couple of times his front front wheel was kind of flexing from the from yeah, the stress he's so good on descents isn't he yeah basically basically because even last year with the time yeah. car i don't know one of you guys picked up in commentary how we were like he will it looked like he was almost throwing it away or taking mm. too many risks yeah remember in the time yeah i do yeah oh no don't do it don't, yeah. Like, just, <laughs> even, <laughs> yeah and then but yeah he's just and he we haven't seen him crash much at all have we? he hit the highest speed in the time trial today 81.7 k's an hour wow. that's wow. Is pretty impressive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah um uh, so that was, what was it? That was got, um, we should close. You got um, well, we Ellen's voice now. Well, so yesterday we decided that, um, and it was the best start ramp demeanor. We got hardly it? any start ramp action. So I, I sent Ellen. So Ellen has had to dive away like really fast, leave the set after having recorded the highlights with, with Pete and Gary. She had to jump in a car with Carolyn and Brian and all that, um, and get to the airport to catch her flight home. And I think she's just about made it. Um, but I sent her a little message just before she got on the plane because she's super efficient with things like this. And I just said, best start ramp demeanor because she was going to send us a voice note. And sure enough, she sent us this voice note. Hey guys, here I am with my voice message of the day. Um, took a while because it was a bit stressful to get my flight with all my luggage checked in. So I think it works the same as with um, live coverage, right? Live set on TV. If you're there five minutes ahead, should be fine. So I think I'm going to make my flight. All good here. Um, yes, I'm actually sending this message for the best start ramp de demeanor or whatever kind of difficult word you use for that. Um, I didn't see a whole lot of start ramp uh, uh, coverage, actually. I didn't pay too good of attention. Um, but what I did see was like my favorite phase of the day was from, um, Stefan Kung, the way he suffered. I could definitely relate to that, <laughs> especially in a time trial like this, which wasn't suited so well to him. Uh, but he still went so deep and that pain phase, oh, ooh la la. That's for me was the best phase of the day. Um, I don't know if that's okay. I just go with it. Otherwise, I mean. Yeah, well, I can't hear if, you, if it's okay or not. So that's my choice. Well, have a good trip, guys. Um, I miss you already. And uh, yeah, uh, one more thing I wanted to say is that I got so many nice reactions from all of the listeners. So thank you very much. It was uh, a real pleasure. And um, well, you know, uh, we stay in touch. So we'll talk later or speak later or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, have a good trip and uh, I'll keep following you. Bye-bye, everyone. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So basically, I think Ellen's right. I think um, I think that we didn't see enough start ramps. No. We saw barely any. I mean, the only ones I can think of that I can actually remember were Pog. Yeah. That was quite a lot of... Quite of Pog, but otherwise... Oh, Godu. Yeah, big close-up of David Godu mm. looking terrified. He mm. did a really good time <laughs> trial today. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he finished. Between top 10, even? No, he can't have been. No. Surely but not. I, I remember he was, when he finished, he was provisional fifth or something. So... I was quite impressed with that. He had to like bike, didn't he? Like, oh, spent all year working on this position type of bike. You know, <laughs> going for the podium. <laughs> this will be it. This will be yeah. it. Yeah. But Ellen's choice. So I think Ellen's right. I don't think we can just do no. start rap demeanor because we just, there wasn't the material. So I think she's right. Face or body, something like that. Or rider, basically, you know, kind of like, yeah, face of face of the stage. Okay. Um, or just botma. Body of the stage, as well, <laughs> um, or just moment that you've enjoyed. Yeah, let's just leave it on, the, on that last one. Yeah, oh. sh- yeah, moment that you've enjoyed. Okay. So, <laughs> Stefan Kung, poor old Stefan Kung. He looked. Oh. But that's his recent career in microcosm for me. You're right. Stefan Kung. He is a really nice bloke. He does all this work for the team. Doesn't mm. he? And, he, and he takes his chances. He's a really good classics rider. Just a bike rider, isn't he? Just re- and, you know, in the classics and the spring classics, he's bloody brilliant. Yeah. But he never lands the big fish. Never the big fish. And then though. the tour, and then he rego- he go- regroups like a lot of the classics riders do to play this role. Yeah, he wants seventeen. He wants seventeen mackerel and comes back with a dogfish, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Manx expression? Well, I know because you when you fish off the rocks and or whatever, oh, and you have these like um, <laughs> mackerel feathers where you can get you know like eight or nine mackerels <laughs> at a time if it's a good day. Yeah. But then the last thing you ever want is a dogfish. It's a dogfish because it's like sandpaper and you can't do anything with it. Right. Right. So he's caught a few of them. Yeah. But is anyone else like when they're traveling through the Alps always just really excited to see the signs and if it's like a big climb, it's like oh. Oh, oh, left is like Alpe d'Huez or right is. Oh, that looks a hard climb on the right. Harry Dugin. Yeah, I'm straight from the oh, positioning would be great. Not one of the classics, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one else do that with the Alps. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Don't get that with the Pyrenees. Yeah. Oh, yes, you do. No, yeah, but you you do. I don't yeah, play you totally it in the Pyrenees. Pyrene- 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 oh, it's the Pyrenees sword. Yeah, but they're more yeah. like spaced out, aren't they? Where no. the Alps, like, it's like, oof. I don't know if that's true. Isn't it? No. We're a long way from Alpe d'Huez here. Oh, like a lot. Yeah, but what way. I'm saying and is, the on the way, on the way, you'd see so many. Yeah, yeah. Um, like teens. Yeah. Or Chetel. Yeah. Ooh, what's <laughs> coming up here, Pete? Hmm. What's this? Well, it, it, Les Saisies. Whoa. <laughs> Les Saisies. Well, Les Saisies. That's like. Well, they're riding that tomorrow, aren't they? Oh. That's one of the early climbs tomorrow. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because they've just come off. We just left them at Majev, and they go off to the left and over Les Saisies. Huh. This is actually spectacular. That's a legendary. Yeah. This feels like we're in the Yellowstone National Park or something. I feel like we should have done something quite rare tonight and like rode the last climb on Bromptons and then got back in the car, you know, parked at the bottom just at this time of night. 
Yeah, be good. I'm up for I'm up for doing something a bit Adventure. out there yeah. before Are we you? go home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do need to. We've done serious lack of adventures so far because yeah. like that run That's we true. did, David. That, that was, was that was adventure. That was but, brilliant. You know, it was so good. Are we yeah. staying in Courchevel tonight? Yeah, at the top. Yeah, yes. obviously Courchevel's at the top. Courchevel, no. Courchevel, huh? Courchevel, no. No, it's hard. It's hard, no. So, is there an option to? I might roll down it and ride back up again. How hard is that climb? Probably really hard. <laughs> you just had a whole conversation to yourself. I did, yeah. I was just, yeah. Um, I, do that. I don't know. We need to look closely at the map and see. So we're going to, like, Courchevel Alterport tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Oh, the What's that? I don't... I can't, got no memories of an airport, Courchevel. I think, I think the tour's finished there before. But it's another one of those. It's like... It's it's one of those mountain outer ports where the runway's on a, at an angle, isn't it? So it's kind of yeah. steep. That'll be a boring finish to watch. That's going to be super boring. Finishes in Courchevel tomorrow? Yeah. No, at the outer port. At the outer port. Tomorrow. So not in Courchevel, but at the outer port. Yeah. yeah. And then we're done with the Alps and, um, you know, fa- farewell, farewell to them. So this is the first <laughs> climb? This is the first time the tour's done this climb? No. Which climb? The Courchevel? The climb tomorrow. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry. One day at a time. The tour uh, yeah. Is the, tomorrow is a... Yeah, I'll know. If you ask me that, that, that question this time tomorrow, I'll be able to tell you. Yeah, what you should do one. is get to the outer port early, then ride up to the top. Yeah. Because that's like, what, 7Ks? 6Ks? Are you basing that on no knowledge? No, just a, 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 a kind of hunch. a slight memory of what the profile looked like. Right. Where, oh, that river looks amazing. Where it's like a 28K <laughs> climb. Yeah. And that's quite a long Called angled the line. Yep. And then there's a smaller angled line down about a quarter of its size yep. to the finish. That's right. So that's got to be about 7Ks. So we're staying line. by the finish at the top. Is that right? Yeah. So half an hour drive. Half an hour drive. So we can't be at the top then. No peak. Uh. <laughs> no peak. So tomorrow morning we need to drive to the outer port. Where the finish is, that's a half an hour drive. That's so a half an hour drive. Yeah. Although that sounds unlikely, so though, doesn't it? We're going to be I looked it on up. the climb. Or? Okay, he's looked it up. He's looked it up. He's done his. Are we yeah. on the climb? Pete! What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? What, what climb? Let's do they climb he? through? No. Yeah. This what? is his E. They're, come, they're no. coming down this tomorrow, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, well, they're going up and down it. What I'm saying well, is, the if the climb's 28k, <laughs> yeah, that's are we, is our hotel on the climb or is it somewhere completely different? It's in Courchevel. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Where? <laughs> I thought it finished in Courchevel. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point. <laughs> so it doesn't finish in Courchevel. Cor- Alteport. Alteport, oh, which is not such in super common. It's like saying though. it's like saying the stage finishes in London at but Gatwick. Yes, it's like saying that. Uh, so a bit we're staying in Courchevel. Race finishes in Outport. Alteport. Alteport. Courchevel. Okay, got you. Yeah. It's in an right. So we're high, pretty high up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for a run tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stay. We could run to the top, Pete. Yeah, I will. Yep. All right. Yeah. Get your shorts. Don't forget your shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's loads of shorts. Oh, you you re- you found your shorts again. Mm. That was good because you were worried that cl- the shop was going to well, close. closed this morning, so I was like, right. "Oh, that's in." Right. Last to see you then. Then. <laughs> and then I went back and it was open. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Back to um. Then I was like, "Oh, I left my shorts oh, okay. here." Back to shorts. And it's like. <laughs> young sort of I don't know girl who works there was just like started to show me shorts in the shop no what? no 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 again no I don't want to buy any more shorts <laughs> <laughs> I want and I was pointing to my legs that's so stupid I want my shorts <laughs> <laughs> I want my shorts you said pointing at your yeah. own shorts 
So that's so hard for her to understand. She wasn't there yesterday. Yes, well, no you idea. can have your shorts. You, like, you're wearing them. I was sweating, and she's trying to show me shorts. No, my shorts. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, Pete. That's, but that's amazing that you managed to communicate in the end that your shorts weren't, weren't on your legs. <laughs> anyway, I'm really pleased that you, you got them. Um, uh, right, so, Ellen's thing. Come on. Best demeanor. No, we're not doing demeanor. No, best moments or best whatever. Best moments. Best moments. So Stefan Kung's face is the vote uh, from Ellen von Dijk. Oh, by the way, we looked up her Palmares. Oh, God. In time trialing on oh. pro cycling stats. And she was like watching me Google the pro cycling stats thing and go through all the little filters that you can apply to certain stage, you know, results. So I'm only interested in wins and I'm only interested in time trials. Filter. Ellen van Dijk, career. Like that. She goes, oh, you can do this, sir. And... Um, turns out she's won including team time trials she's won 55 time trials that's a lot especially when they don't do many yeah like she said yeah and then we then we we started saying i wonder if that's an all-time record for any pro ever and it's very very close because cancellara had only won 40 something it miguel inderain won 29 or something like that and then we're thinking, we didn't look at Boardman. We should maybe look at Boardman. Should look at Boardman. Oh, David's trying to tie that. Um, yeah, we should look at Boardman. And then we looked at, and then you said Tony Martin. And Tony has had one. Uh, Tony won because he's finished 62. That's a lot. But Ellen Van Dyke has not stopped yet and will win more. So there we go. Could be, could be the greatest ever time trialist in the history of time trialing. In a sense, in one in one metric, in one way of looking at it. Anyway, back to moments. So my moment by far was DSM being rubbish. That was pretty. I mean, oh, not funny, but it was just like. It was, oh. Did you see any much like background stuff? It's like Keystone. Cars. Sorry, Ned. That's all right. Sorry. Yeah. Did you see any background stuff, or was it just the, the line and they weren't there? Like, did you see any? Well, a few things went wrong. So, so Sam Wellsford, I don't know why, but he missed his he missed his start yeah. time. Yeah. So, so I'm so saying, did you see the kerfuffle, or was it just him not? No, there they just start? cut to him ru- running oh. <laughs> up the back of the ramp, hopping on his bike straight out, straight out, and he, he started about 20, 20 seconds late, and then um, the next, and then forty seconds after that, John Degenkolb started, his teammate. I, I mm. kind of forgotten Degenkolb was in the tour. Yeah. To oh, be yeah. perfectly honest, because DSM have just been. They've just not had a great tour with Bardet crashing out. Maybe I need to send my CV to D- DSM. Have a little shake-up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is such a shame because, you know, a couple of years ago they had such a fantastic impact on the race. But mm. um, not so far this year. And um, But then Degenkolb goes and it's, what is it, about 200 metres until the right turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right turn on this lot of painted lines and slap down. Oh, Rear wheel went like oh, that. No way. Three minutes later... Niels Eikhoff goes off the start ramp, 200 meters. It took exactly the same line and the same speed as Degenkolb into the same corner, slapped down in no. exactly oh, the yeah. same exactly. way. How does this happen? I so don't no. know. Because, like, I don't know. But it was uh, like in five minutes, in around about five minutes, DSM just got off to the worst possible start. So that's my, so Team DSM collective kind of, yeah, whatever, whatever you'd want to call that is mine. So we've got Stefan Kung pain face. Oh, I forgot we were playing the game. Uh, D- DSM just being all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
don't know what I'm going to go for. What about? Oh, I could suggest that. If you are you totally stumped? No, I'm just thinking. Go on, help Pete though, because he'll need some help. Well, he didn't see this, so I'm going to hand this one to you, David, because okay. you can talk about it. Um, <clears throat> Lotto Sudal time trialist, Belgian. Oh, that. Oh, oh yeah, I got to take that one. You have to take that one. Explain. Yeah. That was so good. So Campenarts, um comes on, turns on, and he's just spinning a tiny gear on the flat in the first few Ks. And it looks like he's just um, kind of decided to take this a recovery day and put as little stress on his leg muscles as humanly possible. Oh, well, okay, cool. That's kind of weird, but because it genuinely looked like he wasn't even putting any pressure on the pedals, just spinning away. Anyway, next shot we get, he's on the climb, the first climb, and he's got like 40 cadence. And I look, and he's in the same gear he was in on the flat, like 54.17. I could barely turn the pedals. And it's just like literally <laughs> laboring over. And I was like, what? And then I kind of, we were trying to come up with, and I was like, I bet he's had a, he must have had a dare, like with his teammates at dinner uh, on the rest day and said, I'm going to try and do the. Call de la four class. Playing the game as you, as yeah. you speak. Yeah. Um, he must have like had a dare or bet or something that he couldn't ride the whole time trial in one gear. Which seemed kind of a bit weird because you'd probably get told off for that because it's going to ruin your legs. Yeah. Anyway, we find out afterwards that um, his gears had failed, his electric gears, so he was stuck in one gear. Yeah. And oh, instead okay. of changing his bike, he was like, because he was already going to change his bike for the final climb. Yep. That was going to happen. He made a little bet with himself. With himself? To <laughs> see if he could take that one gear all the way to the bottom of the climb. Why not? Yeah. Just do something a bit. Just a bit keep on. himself entertained. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. That's good. I like Victor Campanats. I think he's great. His road moment. bike looks way too small for him now. Does anyone think the same? Yeah, he's uh, just trying to shrink away into nothing, isn't he? Stefan Kung, his road bike looked tiny on the climb. Did you notice that, David? Yeah, it absolutely did. tiny. Just he's yeah. big as well. He is very big. Um, honestly, I didn't watch much of it, so I can't really. You weren't in commentary, were you? No, I can't think of. Did you see? Da, 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 da. Did you see Julio Ciccone's polka dot jersey and skin skin suit? No, was it good? Oh. He went for it. Who who came out top of the uh, the mountain sprint? He uh, crushed powerless by crushed forty seconds. Forty seconds. Yeah, crushed him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But then he would have likely got crushed by Wout. Uh, but he got. Did he get then points? Crushed by Pogacar. Then crushed by Vingegaard. Did he? He got some points though. Must have done. Don't know. Fourth or fifth? Don't know. Well, possibly not though. I don't think he would have done. No, I don't think he would have done. Either. Oh really? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good combo, good touch. <laughs> yeah, well, he might again. have done. What do you reckon? Nah, I didn't. Uh, definitely. Well, I mean, no, I, maybe. Well, no, 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 wait. There were only there were only the top four would have got points. Uh, Wout would have. Remember when we Wout kept doing that? Wout would have gone faster than Ciccone, right, David? Wouldn't he? Yeah, he must. Mm. Mm. I don't know. No, I don't know. Actually, cause yeah. Good check. Good check. But let's not. Let's just talk about but it. I'm gonna check. Remember when we kept doing that about hotels though, the check. next day, guys? Under. What? Just. We, just was that, mm. I think it's about an hour. I think yeah. Do you should leave it? Do you leave it ten? Based on absolutely mm. nothing other than just a random hunch. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I don't think Chica- I don't think so. I think Wat Van Aert went faster. I think Pogacar went faster. I think Vingegaard went faster. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of the Yateses went faster. Which Yates was better today? Can't remember now. Simon, I think. Ooh, or was it Adam in the end? I can't remember. I can't remember. Ooh, who do you think was best? I don't know. But the Yates parents were the Chaconi got five points today. Yes, go to What go he won it? Yeah. I'm really sorry, Julio. I, I know he's a big listener. He's at uh, 63 now is and Paulus no. at 58. Oh. I, 
Wow. Wow. So he went faster than Vingegaard up that climb. Wow. I tell you what, he's going well. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Wow. Take it all back. Amazing performance from Giulio Ciccone. Yeah. But you're right, because the gulf, the gulf uh, between him and Paulus was huge. So, hats off. But yeah, he, PT had the full polka dot helmet. Polka dot helmet. Mm. Um, polka dot shorts. Maybe just white helmet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a white helmet. Just chill it out. But he, he's, well, he didn't make a mockery of it. No. Did he? Absolutely. Went out there and was the best climber today. Actually, yeah. why not polka dot helmet? Just yeah. go for it. If you can, yeah. 1990s, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cheaper. All or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and finally, well, maybe not finally. Finally, from my point of view, I've just suddenly remembered it. Um, Molly has sent me a message from the chalet, David. Oh yeah. You know, we gave her the bit of free oh, advertising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Worth about we reckon five hundred quid the advert, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, easy. At least. Easy. She's, she's listened to the podcast, and uh, thanks us very much. And has also said, um, anytime, of course, anytime you guys want a free night. Uh, she did use the singular. Yeah. So it's a free night. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, no problem at all. We can sort that. So that's good. But that's then good. I told that I told the good news to Pete, and Pete went, "Yeah, but what does that mean? Does that mean like just one of us, or all three of us on the same night, or all three of us but separately? And how would it be if we turned up because it's quite a big chalet with all our family for one yeah. night? Like so Andy there's a few Seth variables and... there that I think. What are the T's and C's <coughs> that I, I think know. Molly? Um, we need to clear up. Mine would be like can, um, yeah. Mary Poppins' bag to not you know, and keep keeps emptying stuff out of it. The Kenyak family turn up. This is Auntie Dot, <laughs> Auntie Steph, Uncle Mike, <laughs> Annabelle, Amy, <laughs> Tim, yeah, George, Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> One night you said, Molly, yep, sounds. We're out in the morning. Your mm. mum's coming to Paris, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is, yeah. We're so excited about that. Yeah. Because we like your mum and she's been incredibly Love helpful Jackie. to us. Love Jackie. Um, and is she a podcast pod, pod listener? I think so. I'm not yeah. sure. Oh, okay. Um, Probably. And uh, but the really exciting thing is, she's bringing with her our um, business bank account cards mm-hmm. with Never Strays Far printed on Very all our names. Exciting. Yeah, three co-directors, yeah. and um, and and we've got a, we, we've got a, a bank account. Bank account. With I maybe, maybe a little bit of money in it. So that's um. That's thrilling, yeah. Yeah, we can go and get a coffee, put it on the account. Just about. Um, so we're, we're heading towards teens now, David. I drove on this road a couple of months ago. Are back. we? Yeah, we are. Ah, well, that could... Uh, shame we're not in teens, isn't it? That would have been much nicer than Courchevel. Is it? Have you ever been to Courchevel? No, uh, I, I can't remember it. I don't think I have. <laughs> Again, then, that's just a judgment and an assessment based on absolutely nothing, <laughs> isn't it? Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. That. But yeah, long run tomorrow, Pete. Let's do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go big. All right, we're going to the top of Courchevel, two thousand three hundred meters. Yeah. I've re- oh, it's quite it's quite high, isn't it? Yeah. I remember the first time I was in Courchevel was around about two thousand five in the Tour de France. We had a rest day up there that happened to be my birthday, and um, after a little bit of wine at lunch for the whole team, the whole crew were having lunch together. Boardman had drunk quite a lot, and um, was fascinated that my mum and dad hadn't. Wished, rung me to wish me happy birthday at all and so he said give me their number I'm going to ring them up oh, that's a wrong Boardman voice I was doing the doc voice there but yeah they kind so, of cross over a little yeah, bit yeah a little bit so he rang up it's a hard one to he rang up my mum and dad Did he? <laughs> yeah and he chastised them he said hello it's Chris Boardman here Olympic gold medalist <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, good. that's better yeah. <laughs> he said 
I'm just inquiring why you've not found the time to wish your son a happy birthday. And my dad was like, I could just <laughs> feel my dad's discomfort at the other. But it's very funny. Very funny, Chris. Yeah. And he was watching today and he sent me all sorts of technical notes that I've only just picked up after commentating. That's good. What like? Yeah. Well, it's been really helpful. Like he'd, I think, with the bike change for Pogacar. It's quite knowledgeable and stuff like that, isn't it? Very. Um, with the bike change for Pogacar, like he'd that. gone back and sort of done a calculation of how many seconds that had cost him. Yeah, that slightly differed from our, you know, our, our own assessment. <laughs> when we were in the um, office and Maidstone, there was a similar stage of a bike change. Yeah, we we're talking about like how long do you think it taken? I was like, oh, about a minute. He <laughs> <laughs> was like a minute again, based on nothing. <laughs> about a minute. <laughs> about a minute. <laughs> a minute's such a long time. Oh, isn't we're, it? we're about to pass through Alberville, guys. Yeah, former yellow jersey in the Winter Dover. Olympic. Wait, 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 wait did what? You, did you just gloss over that, David? Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> no, I, I want to hear it again. <laughs> Go on. Where I took the yellow jersey and the dope for it. Eh? Ah. Unfortunately. It's one time. Uh, amazing thoughts. I remember it well. You chinned off the front yeah. with about 2K to go. And now I'm having, I'm going through this all again because I did this two months ago and I really wanted to go for a drive around the finishing circuit. <laughs> 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 Was it a circuit then? Yeah, just we did like did laps. About five or six of them. And how far? F I, I remember it's being 2K. That's probably wildly wrong. Do you remember when you attacked? Um, it was on the climb on the last last lap of the finishing circuit. And then... Um, yeah. It w and held it on by It, it was basically like the, the brake was getting caught by what was left of the peloton. We had like probably three seconds. And do you know, David, just before it gets caught and then you chin off. Yeah. I don't know I what you'd even call that. It's like a... Uh, it's a Tony Gallopin movie. It's like a last chance saloon. It's a Gallopin. It's uh, clever, it's or clever Gilbert. racing tactics. Gilbert. Yeah, and then that was it then. Very good. Three K to go, yeah. I remember it. I can kind of visualise it. Yeah, I can kind of But well. But like... You guys I, must have been comment I think, we, on I, it, think no? we I think we were. I think we were. See, I'm starting to do this universal language thing, if anyone noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> much... What was your winning margin? Seconds? Like, well, obviously seconds, not minutes. A minute. can't remember. Yeah. Mm. Um, very good but the first British yellow jersey on the Dauphiné I think I'm right in saying was Brian Robinson oh nice he, he won it didn't he, he won it and yeah. I can't imagine that prior to Brian anyone at the no Brian was definitely the, first, definitely. Ye yeah, the, the first yellow jersey so still, you're in good company there Pete I still can't believe um, how far Yubo Visma have come since then oh uh, yeah like they were a decent team but they, now were, they, they, they were kind of boring back then, weren't they? They were just there, weren't they? They were all yeah. quite organised. Yeah. But, but no, they had no winners. They, was just they had like... Is this the kind of era with Lars Boom and people like that? Yeah. And, yeah, like... Um, who was there? About to track now, doesn't he? Well, he used to last year. Uh, did they have like... Mollimer. He was... They had Mollimer. Yeah, they had the on. other Dutch the GC guy who was like top 10. But they, had, they always had like two in the top 10. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but they were, they, I remember them being organised... I wonder what changed with them. I don't know. Jumbo, maybe. Big supermarket. What were they then, then? Hey? Money. Money. What were they? No, what were they? What were they called? Oh, they probably were the first sort of version of Jumbo Visma. Yeah, I feel like they were. Well, maybe not Visma. What were they? Jumbo Lotto? No. Yep. No. Gosh, that's a good know. question. Yeah. Don't know. All right. All right, yeah, we're just going. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. Uh, oh, um, Jumbo Visma. Ellen, come back. Yeah, you're sorely missed once again. But also enjoy your time. And enjoy your time. And mm. um, yeah, good luck to baby Pete when he comes along.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 